Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the nine game NBA main slate on Thursday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. And I also make videos for NBA Top Shot. If you're unable to watch these videos, they also up on an Apple podcast link down below. It is called the DK DFS show. And if you could, when you have a, you know, when you have a free minute or two, leave a five star rating and review. That would help me out a ton because every single rating uh, boosts the pod, you know, boosts my podcast up in the rankings. So if you could, uh, again, that would be greatly, greatly appreciated. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, I offer that on Patreon.com and esports package that includes Call of Duty and CS:GO as well as an NBA package. And I do want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this episode. If you're not familiar with Prize Picks, the idea is they post players and you know their fantasy scores or projections. And you can either take the over or the under. So right now they have eight players posted for tomorrow. There'll be a lot more throughout the day. They will have second second half contests at times, fourth quarter contests at times. So like right now they have you know three players posted for the fourth quarter. Um, they have every single sport you can think of. And what I always say about prize picks, it's a nice change of pace because you're not playing against anyone. You're just playing against the house. So if you guys want to try it out, you can sign up and use the code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word, link down below. You will get a 100% match up to $100. So basically, if you put $100 in, you get a free $100 to play with. And finally, as always, you guys are the best. Uh, you know, the live streams have been insane recently. 300 to 400 concurrent viewers. Super chats. Again, you guys are being super, super generous. Not necessary at all, but... Um, again, I just want to give a special shout out to all you guys. Uh, if you could leave a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already and hit the notification bell. So you don't want to upload videos. You don't want to go live. I will be doing a YouTube live stream tomorrow. So make sure to check it out and let's try to get 150 likes on this video. All right. So before we talk about players and the prices, for this nine game slate, we can look back my lineup here from Wednesday. I don't know about you guys. I am very tired of getting trolled by coaches. So what do I mean by that? Well, it hasn't happened in a while, but I got popped tonight. Low-owned Jakob Pertle. We just talk about that if you played him. He had like 18 fancy points midway through the second quarter i'm looking at it, i'm like oh this is gonna be a big night let's go doesn't do much you know in the uh end of the second quarter and into the third quarter it's about you know anywhere from a 10 to 15 point game with about nine minutes left in the fourth quarter not super worried about it and you know popovich what does he do waves the white flag bring gorgie jang and the end of the bench guys you give Jakob Pertl his last seven minutes, probably goes for at least 30-plus. So, tilted about that. And Steven Silas is now added to the list after playing Kelly Olenek a grand total of like 10 first-half minutes. Oh, so tilted, guys. So, we, let's go over my lineup here. I, I can get out of the way so you guys can see. Yeah, Kelly O is actually crushing in his time. Literally played like 10 first half minutes. So, Westbrook, Fournier. Don't get me started with Evan Fournier. Don't. Evan, THT, Kuzma, per, again, Pirtle. 
uh, Peyton Pritchard, Kelly O, and Drummond. So, again, tilted about the Pirtle. Popovich got popped. You know, la- missed out in the last eight minutes. Starters should not have been pulled. Again, that's typical pop. Uh, got popped. Um, let's see. Evan Fournier. This is why I don't play Evan Fournier, man. <sighs> Literally every single person out besides, like, Tatum in that offense. He has been going for 35 Plus, gone for one for 50 last game with everyone in the lineup. And now he's the absolute chalk. I finally buy in floor gain. 28 fancy points for Evan Fournier. Um, Let's see. What else? What else I got to tilt about? Yeah, really just the Fournier game. Uh, the Yaka Pertle getting pulled. Pop, you're the worst. And Kelly Linux first half minutes. We'll see. We'll see how, how it finishes. I think I have a chance if Kelly O actually plays more than 20 minutes tonight. Um, because he has he's on fire right now. Drummond, I took the shot there. He's actually having a good game, thankfully. He was really popular too. Um, and then Kuzma and THT, I thought were, you know, good plays. Uh, obviously, once Caruso's out and LeBron and AD are out. So that is it for the look back. Um, hope you guys had a good night. And let's talk about this nine-game slate. So Clippers and Hornets, a 224 over under. Clippers, eight-point favorites. Magic, Hawks, 227.5 for under. Hawks, 12.5-point favorites. And the Denver Nuggets and the Minnesota Timberwolves, 235.5 over under. Nuggets, six-point favorites. Oh, I got to tell, too, Scott, I know I didn't play anyone besides Westbrook, but, man, if you played Rui, he just playing well doesn't come back in. Doesn't come back in in the fourth quarter, Rui. Also, Gafford smashing. Nah, doesn't play, doesn't close. All right, Clippers, Hornets. So, what is the over or what's the what's the spread? Eight point spread. I think this game can stay close. And looking at the pricing, I think Kawhi Leonard stands out at eight four. Now, I know we haven't really seen a big score from him in a while, but, okay, 36 minutes in a tough matchup, shot awful, 9 of 26, went for 40-plus fancy points. Blowout here, blowout here, been involved with a bunch of blowouts. I think we get 35-plus minutes in a close game. This game, I think, stays close. It's a good matchup. I like this price in Kawhi Leonard. I think he's a safe play with some upside. Don't mind PG. Would rather get to Kawhi, though. The rest of the Hornets are all secondary plays. Zubac had a big game last game. I mean, him and Boogie will split the center run. Uh, Beverly started a point, but I don't really want to, you know, target a point guard and a three-headed monster of him, Rondo, and Reggie Jackson. So probably staying away from the rest of the team. On the Hornet side, LaMelo and Rogier are just tournament plays. PJ's too pricey for me. Devonta Graham is back too. Um, he played, what, 33 minutes the last game. I think he's actually, you know, the, the Hornet I like the best, assuming we get similar run for, for Devonta Graham. So, yeah, Devonta Graham at 5'9 is probably the guy for me. Uh, McDaniels at 5'1 lost minutes. He's kind of not out of play. Only put 25 the last game. I will mention, I will mention the Cody, I mentioned Cody Zeller as, you know, a low-owned flyer last slate. He went for 37. Now, you know, do, do they really need to play him more in this matchup? No. I mentioned him because I was like, hey, Denver's a big team. I think Cody Zeller could play more. We know he's a good point for a guy. And he smashed at literally no ownership. I think a couple of you guys played him, tweeted at me. So congrats if you did. Um, went for 37 at literally no ownership. But now the price came up a little bit to 4-2. You just don't really know what's going to happen in the center rotation. But I think he's still worth a look in GPPs. All right, Milwaukee and Indiana. So Milwaukee side. 
Um, I mean, love the matchup here for the Bucks. Love the matchup. Like, Giannis had to the combo is a solid spend up. I mean, you can't get much of a better spot here than the Indiana Pacers. I really like Giannis there at the top. If you want to take shots in secondary plays, I get it. There's no one else that really stands out. But because of the matchup, they're, they're all viable. Now, on the Pacers side, I am fine going right back to my boy, Sabonis. Bucks play super fast. Did you see what happened in that last game? Bucks Spurs. The Spurs put almost 150 points up on them. This game is probably going to be close to 250 over under. Um, I think Sabonis' price will scare some people off. I'm 75, 74, 74, 72, 60. He's basically Russell Westbrook right now, but cheaper. He's playing massive minutes. He's going to get you close to a triple-double. I like Sabonis at the top. I think Levert is firmly in play as well, below 9K. Also, just going to play the massive minutes. Right? This Pacers team, they're just giving all the run to Levert and Sabonis, and that's where the offense is. So I like both those guys a good amount here for GPPs. Brissett, no thank you. McConnell at 5'5". We'll play 25 minutes on the bench. Fair play, but doesn't really stand out. Keep eyeing Aaron Holiday news. Sumner's out. Lamb's out. If Aaron Holiday's out too, I like Justin Holiday, who started and played 32 minutes last game. Not in the best point for any guy, but should go over 30 minutes. Would like him for value. You can take a shot at McDermott too. Uh, but that's probably it for me for the Pacers. Magic and Hawks. I, I Honestly, I don't trust anyone on this team right now. Um, if Mo Bamba's out, the, the guy probably would take a shot on would be Wendell Carter Jr., who played over 30 minutes the last game. Um, decent point-per-minute guy, but, like, that's probably it. Like, I don't think I can stomach RJ at that price, Mo Wagner. I don't really trust the minutes for Bacon. I, I just don't trust the minutes for this team right now. Um, so I'm probably just going to stay away from this Magic side. On the Hawks side, it's tricky because, you know, the matchup's pretty solid here against this Magic team, but I'm worried about the blowout. So, like, Trey Young... Capallo, Bidonovich, Collins, all for me are just GPP only plays. Philadelphia and Miami depends on Embiid. Embiid sat the last game. If Embiid is out, um, even though it's a bad match, I think Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris would be pretty solid plays in the mid-range. Both get a massive boost when Embiid is off the court. And then would like Dwight Howard, even though he was a bust last game, uh, probably plays 25 minutes off the bench. So it would be Simmons, Tobias, and Dwight if Embiid is out. If Embiid is in, it's just Embiid is can try and spend up. On the Miami side, a little bit tricky. So Jimmy's questionable. If Jimmy's in, there's not much I love here. If Jimmy's out, we can look to Bam. But again, if Embiid's in, I don't like targeting centers against Joel Embiid. And then we got, it's tricky because now all three of the guards are healthy with Hero, Nunn, and Drogic. And Hero has been playing out of his mind last two of the last three games. Uh, shot 10 of 13, 10 of 15, 39 and 46 fantasy points. He's finally turning it on. Um, I'm a big Tyler Hero fan, so I'm happy. I'm glad he is. I really like this kid as a player. Um... You know, if there's no Jimmy Butler, it's basically those three that I think look decent in the mid-range. That being none, Drogic, and Hero. I think all probably hover around 30 minutes, give or take. So those three would be guys I would consider in the mid-range if there's no Jimmy. Uh, let's move on to San Antonio and New York. So DeRozan, Murray, not the best matchup, um, but I think they're both fine tournament plays. Once again, it's going to be Jakob Pertle for me. You know, he was on pace for 35 minutes if that game didn't blow out. So, or if... You know, it technically really didn't blow out. Just Popovich waved the white flag. I know it's not the best matchup here, but if we're going to get 35 minutes out of Pirtle, I like him at that price. And then the rest of the value are all just, you know, GVP plays. Guys like Lonnie, Rudy, Keldon, don't really trust them. But if you want to take a shot in one, I'm not going to talk you off them. On the New York Knicks side. So Julius Randle at 9-4, I think what makes for a pretty safe play. He's been in a lot of tough matchups. You know, Denver, Phoenix, the Clippers, the Lakers. This is finally a better spot against the Spurs. He's going to play about 40 minutes. I, I think Randle's a pretty safe play at that price. RJ is in play just because of the minutes. I don't like playing him, but he's going to play massive minutes. Now, we got some pretty important news to go over. 
Rose questionable. Bullock questionable. Quickly questionable. Alec Burks questionable. If they are all out, oh boy. I mean, I don't even know what Tibbs is going to do. We would have to start with Alfred Payton, who probably plays 30-plus minutes and be the best value in the slate. But knowing Tibbs, who would probably troll us and go to Frank Nilakina instead. But seriously, like if Burks, D. Rose, and Quickly are out, like Payton's basically the only point guard. So would really like Alfred Payton if that's the case. And then, like, I don't know who starts for Bullock. Is it Obi Toppin? Is it Kevin Knox? Like, I honestly don't know because they run such a tight rotation. So, like, we'll just have to monitor the news. If everyone has questionables in, then really for me, it is Rose, Rose, who I liked a lot last game at low ownership, crushed. I mean, he's just playing phenomenal basketball. I, I like Derek Rose if he plays here. Um, and then I think Narellan's DeWall at 4-2 is like a fine value play that will play 25 to 30 minutes. So, yeah, monitor the news there for, for the Knicks. And if a lot of those guys are out, if there are, then there's there's definitely some value. Kings, Grizzlies, Fox still out. Barnes uh, out. Bagley, I think, is doubtful. Um, and Buddy Heald, I believe, is probable. Yeah. So this is a good matchup here. This game should stay close. Been involved with some blowouts recently. But, yeah, Buddy Heald below 8K. I'm fine with him. He's going to do a lot of the peripheral stats. I think he looks decent at the top. I like DeLon Wright. Also gonna, just going to play massive minutes. Should play 35-plus in a close game. Great matchup. Has triple-double upside. So the top two guards here for Sacramento, I have interest in. Um, Holmes at 6'9". Really hasn't had a big game in a while. Uh, I think he's just more of a tournament play. Davis off the bench has been phenomenal. If you want to continue to ride that hot streak, uh, the price is getting up to the point where it makes him a little riskier. And then with Bagley out, uh, Met 2 started and played uh, 29 Mets, and he'd be a solid value if he starts again. And then Mo Harkless, you know, just playing huge minutes, continues to get it done. I know when I'm finally going to buy into Mo Harkless, he's going to bust. But, yeah, I think he is also in play. Moving on to Memphis, it really depends on Jonas Valanciunas. If Jonas Valanciunas plays, I love him at this price. Um, now, if Jonas Valanciunas is out, then I think John Morant makes for a pretty good play. He was smashing at low ownership last game. That game blew out. If you play Ja, I feel for you last slate. He was a great play. Um, but yeah, if there's no Triple J, uh, if there's no JV, then Triple J, I think, maybe plays a few extra minutes. The only worry with him is foul trouble. But, you know, great matchup. I do like Triple J if there's no uh, Jonas Valanciunas. And then value guys like Xavier Tillman and Brandon Clark. I assume Xavier Tillman starts, probably plays 25 to 30 minutes. We'll like him for value. Clark off the bench probably gets around 20. Um, so those two would like for value. You can make the argument for slow-mo too. So really a lot of this depends on JV. If JV's in, it's probably just Jonas Valanciunas for me. Maybe John Morant. No, I'd say it's, it's JV and Triple J and maybe John Morant if JV's in. If JV's out, it's Ja, Triple J, and the value bigs in Clark and Tillman. All right, Toronto, Chicago. So everyone resting here for Toronto. Looks like it's going to be eight-man rotation, I believe. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So Ken Birch at 6'3". Um, should play about 30 minutes, but doesn't really stand out that price. Oh, I just... I hate a guy like this in this type of situation because you know Gary Trent's going to shoot the ball like 25 times. But he can still go for like 15 faints points if he's not hitting his shots. But if he gets hot, he can break the slate. And I think he's going to be decently popular. So it's just a scary fade because um, you know he's just going to shoot the ball like an insane amount. Um, I like Trent for tournaments. Again, though, still is a low floor. Malachi Flynn probably starts, probably plays about 30 minutes. A fair play in the mid-range there. 
And then keep an eye on the starting lineup. Uh, I think Watanabe probably starts if he does. I like him for value at 3-9. Basically, you make the argument for any of these guys. I think all of them probably play at least 20 minutes. Bembry at 4K. Jalen Harris should get the backup point guard run. He's actually played well off the bench. And then Freddie Gillespie at 3-6. Honestly, I think I prefer him to Birch. I think we probably get around 20 minutes from Gillespie. So I'd rather take a shot in him than Birch. But really, I think Toronto's a team we're going to want some exposure to for the value. All right, Chicago, a little bit worried about the blowout, but Vucevic uh, is in play here for GPPs. Man, I liked him last night against Brooklyn. He shot 5 of 18 for a big. Like, really, Vooch? Uh, if he just has a half-decent shooting game, he goes for, you know, 55 probably. Um, so that was a little bit tilting. But, yeah, don't mind Vooch here for, for GPPs. Levine had a big game. If you want to go to either of those guys for tournaments, that's fine. But there's not a ton I love. Denver and Minnesota. So, Minnesota's been playing well, so a little more confidence as the game can stay close. I think Nicole Jokic at the top looks pretty solid. Now, hasn't really had a big game in a while, but maybe this is it in an up-tumble matchup against Minnesota. MPJ is perfectly fine as the number two guy. Composo should start and play, you know, around 35 minutes. Matamoros being back didn't really hurt Composo. I think he's a safe play in the mid-range. Rivers should start, probably plays about 30 minutes. Fair value. The bigs on the bench, I don't trust Millsap because if he doesn't start, there's a chance he gets a DNP. Uh, Jamichael Green probably gets about 20 off the bench, but yeah, never really feel good about the guys not starting. On the Minnesota side, don't mind Cat as a contrarian GBP play. I think my favorite play is D'Lo, who should get, you know, probably 35 minutes in a close game. Back-to-back blowouts here. Back-to-back 45 fancy point games in blowouts. Also bad shooting, 9 of 21, 5 of 18. What I like is this, right? Six boards, seven assists, five boards, 10 assists. He's getting a ton of assists right now. So I think D'Lo is a pretty good play there at that price. And then I don't even mind Ricky Rubio, who's starting and probably plays about 30 minutes. Uh, again, fair play because he can stuff the stat sheet. I'm probably not going to get to the value. Vanderbilt started but lost minutes. Again, they got McDaniels too. I'm probably not going to get to the Minnesota Valley. Finally, Portland and Phoenix. So got to mention my boy Bosnian, the Bosnian Beast again. He went off today. I think he went for 50 plus and no one played him. Um, you know, he did play more minutes too. Now it is a back-to-back. We'll see, but... I just love playing this guy because he's such a good point per minute guy. So I like Nurkic again. He'll be low owned again. Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, same thing I'll say about them this late. They're going to be low owned because of the matchup, but they're going to play big minutes in a competitive game. This game should stay close. So like all three of the main guys here for GPPs, my favorite being Nurkic. And finally, Phoenix. So um, I think Chris Paul is probably my favorite. Should play 30 to 35 minutes. A guy that has the floor, the peripheral stats. It's a really good matchup here. Booker probably has a little bit of a higher ceiling if you're shooting for that upside, but like both the guards, Aiden's been really, really up and down. I don't really trust going to him. Um, I think Jay Crowder is just a fine play at 4-7. Should get about 30 minutes. Fair value. And that is probably it for the Phoenix Suns. I think that's going to do it for the video as well. So if you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I would really appreciate if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos you don't want to live. I will be doing a YouTube live stream tomorrow. Make sure to check it out. Thanks again. Have a good night, guys, and I'll see you all tomorrow in the live stream.